Good evening, good evening, good evening. Hopefully yous are all doing well. Loving FPL. Testing one, two, three. Hopefully yous are all comfortable. Good afternoon and welcome to that FPL Game Week. This is already episode 38 of our Ask the Manager series already. The series whereby we get to know some FPL managers from various avenues of our FPL community and a wee bit better. We will get to know tonight's guest uh, a lot more just shortly, but if you have anything that you want to pose this evening, do drop them in the chat and we'll try and get through as many questions as we possibly can within the next hour or so. Any links to socialise with us if you wish are all within the description, so feel free to socialise alongside Buna and I and this evening's guest uh, all over Twitter, etc. As you know though, I can't do these shows all on my own. Please welcome the guy that has taken an hour out from massaging Zaha's groin. It's our very own Buna. Hiya, pal. You all right? Fuck you. I'm good, mate. Thank you. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm you good. Right? Yeah. What a Brilliant. couple of days we've had, and then we've got another belt and one this evening. Yeah, it's been a it's been a very interesting week, hasn't it, in the, the world of FPL and FPL Twitter? I know. I know. And we've got a lot to talk about as well with our guest this evening. So let's not keep him back any longer and let's get him in, shall we? Yeah. Let's do it, mate. Let's do it. Are you right, going to yeah. bring up the screen so that we can see Tom's reaction or. Uh, yeah, we'll give it a bash, shall we? There we go. We do it instantly now. Look at that. Look out. Look, it's all there. It's working straight from the get go. This evening, as you know, you can see him now. We have a gem of a guy and a decent FPL manager to boot with a few top 100k finishes and even a top 3k finish in there as well. He's part of what an amazing setup it is, as you all know, who got the assist. This evening we are joined by Tom. Unfortunately, Nick and Stag cannot be here, but we have the better looking one in beside us this evening. Love you lots, Nick. Love you lots, Stag. Uh, if you don't know, these guys are leaders within our FPL circle, uh, circles with their weekly podcasts, blog posts, and various podcast appearances. If you're not already checking them out, you know what to do. Please do start now. Stats. 43.9 thousand followers on Twitter, over 65,000 across all three of their accounts. Millions of minutes have been listened to across their various podcast avenues. Mesut Ozil once quote jokingly in 2016 that the first English word that he ever lent was assist. So tonight, folks, please give a loud FPL Game Week welcome as we get to know Tom a bit better and maybe even find out who did get that assist? Evening, Tom. How are you? Hello, mate. That's a very, very nice introduction. Very, very, very kind of you, Lama. Um, good FPL manager. That's definitely something that's fallen off a cliff in the last few years. Uh, since I've GCA actually started, I've become absolutely terrible. But I am able to do a podcast. So, you know, one one thing did, did, has gone badly. One thing has gone fairly well, as you said, in the numbers. And it still overwhelms me to this day. If you've yeah. actually bothered to tune in to listen to me, rattle on about fantasy football. A wee man, a wee man. You're one of the first ones, uh, when I got into FPL a few seasons ago, it was, you know, yourself, you were one of the first kind of podcasts that I got into, so I was excited to get you on uh, this evening, obviously, so thank you very much for joining us. 
Uh, Boonot, do you want to just get kicked straight into the community questions? Because I know that you were inundated on Twitter. I've seen your WhatsApp group again, and it's littered with the uh, questions for Tom this evening. In chat, I am not ignoring you. Good evening to you all, and welcome, and thank you for joining us. Any questions you have, please do pop them in, and I'll get through as many as I can. But Boonot, I'll let you kick us off this evening. Thanks. Yeah, brilliant. We'll give a shout out, which we didn't do on Tuesday. Apologies, oh, yeah, chat, we didn't. have joined us today. Uh, we've got Mel in the chat. We've got John, um, our moderator, in the chat. We've got Natasha joining us. Eddie Foray, I hope you're doing well. We've got Anand, I'm thinking, from FPL Escapades in the chat. We've got Evan Chowdhury, FPL Safa. Uh, we have got GK16 joining us in the chat. Uh, and Sam Pile too. So welcome, everyone. Um, I hope you're all doing very, very well and looking forward to the disaster for Triple Game Week that um, looms. <laughs> so... Yeah. yeah, without further ado, Tom, um, you know, let's let's get to know you a little bit better. Um, how let's understand how you first got into FPL and how long you've been playing the game. Well, I've been I've been playing FPL for I think it's I, I started playing like kind of stupidly at uni, like just with my kind of couple of flatmates, and you know, I didn't really have any idea of the strategy or anything behind it. You know, we were just every week taking you know like minus twenties, minus twenty fours, just to get beat each other basically so you can see it's all my on my um history like millions and then i got my first job and then you know when i was there everyone was you know playing in, in a little mini league or everyone that i was kind of mates with anyway like that was a chat down the pub and i kind of got involved with that and i think kind of the first couple of seasons it was just kind of beginner's luck plus kind of looking at fanciful scout the stats on there and a few other kind of stat sites and just to get a little edge on the people in that mini league and i kind of won that a couple of years in a row and that, that, that really got me hooked, you know, because as soon as you start winning, that's where the fun kind of lies, isn't it? When you're like, oh, I'm actually really good at this. Mm. And then if you look at like the ranks, you're kind of like, oh my God, I'm in the top 0.001% of the world. That is absolutely banging. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fucking amazing at this stuff. So that's what, that's what really got me into, into myself, really, just having those kind of few couple of years, you know, the Yaya year, for example, where he was just really good, had my, in my game, in my team from game week two, I think it was, and kind of captained in most weeks. Like stuff like that, that, now probably wouldn't do it anymore i'd be swayed this way and that but back then didn't know any better and just did what i thought looked best um, mm. to win my mini league and that's where it all came from really nice one so obviously who got the assist so how long a uh, have you known the guys and like how did that formation form itself how did that all come about mate all right well there's a there's a couple of intro pods out there that you can listen to Long story short, me and Nick have been good friends since secondary school, so we've known each other for many, many years. Uh, Anthony, we actually met on FPL Twitter. We had him on for a couple of podcasts. Well, this guy's all right. Then mm -hmm. I popped off to Australia for two months at the start of last year before COVID, mm -hmm. and uh, we got him on board kind of just to kind of cover me. And but I, we were, I was really kind of thinking, oh, this you know it might might benefit us to have another sort of voice in the room because Nick and I have known have known each other for so long that it was a bit kind of like. <laughs> but like sometimes the banter didn't really work as well because okay. a lot of the banter is very niche based on us knowing each other for a long time. <laughs> yeah. So it was just kind of yeah. that external sort of person in the dynamic, and it, it worked really well, I think, having the three of us. Um, so that's kind of how we kind of came to be as we are. Um, yeah. So it's five years now, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, it's no up to the fourth year. 2017-18. Yeah. So been going for a little while. No, good stuff. Good stuff. Brilliant. 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 Well, you, you know. 
prior to to FPL, I mean, I don't really like this question. I, I'd rather rephrase this and ask, what do you kind of, what do you do outside of FPL? Obviously, FPL, you know, you spend your fair bit of time on that during the week, doing your podcasts, then active on Twitter. But outside of that, what do you get up to? Uh, I work. I've got quite a, a decent. I've got quite a kind of a busy job in financial services. Boring. No one really cares about that. Um, I'm an avid gamer, <laughs> so um, I love, I'm between games actually. Uh, but I love an RPG. Like I love playing. Um, I'm footman, avid book manager addict, or former one. Um, I play a lot of Hearthstone as well. Um, I've just completed. Um, well, I've just completed a few games actually. Uh, the most recent one was one called Kingdoms of Amala, which is, a, again, a ridiculous high fantasy RPG. So a very, very nerdy stuff, basically, all around. And if anyone follows me on Twitter, you'll know that I like my beer as well. One of those mm. great healthy yeah. things I've got into in, fan, in in the lockdown. So I work out every every day just to keep myself sane um, <laughs> because I've, I'm not able to, I wasn't able to go out basically for a year because just my kind of prior health history. But that's countermanded by starting to love beer. Like I really got into craft beer this year. Mm. So yeah, I'm glad I've got a girlfriend because otherwise God, fancy football, beer and gaming <laughs> ladies form lordly queue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, no, that's, that's very similar to us to be, or certainly me anyway, apart from the keeping fit, but I need to, I've got the COVID, <laughs> uh, COVID curves. That's what I like to call them. So that's, <laughs> so I need to kind of try and reduce them down a little bit. Um, when it comes to your FPL, though, would you say, I mean, do you put, the, the, you must put a lot of hours into that, or are you maybe not putting in as much as you used to? How does it work out for you? Um, I mean, I I, um, I used to do like lots of blogs and stuff. I don't do that as much anymore, to be honest, just because I couldn't keep up with mm. you know, the, paid, the paid sort of providers. I, I like writing, but... To be honest, like work started eating into that time that I had. Like when I started, sure. when Nick and I started, in fact, you know, he just had he he didn't have a kid yet, and it was kind of just like two guys with girlfriends, and just 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 kind of doing nothing. We had loads of time in front of us, and suddenly Nick's wife got pregnant, so a lot of the load fell on me. And then so I was writing for a little bit, but then mm. after a while, I kind of just regressed back to just being a podcast. Um, how much time do I spend on it every week? Um. Like, I think it just kind of occupies my mind a little bit. Like, I'll speak to people a bit on Twitter and DMs. I don't tweet as much as I used to anymore. I think the first couple of years, I was mm. tweeting like that. Um, and a lot of the time on my little Slack as well, you know, like, there's a big group of us, a uh, big group of friends and uh, that we've met through FPL and also just kind of home friends, just um, yeah. chatting about yeah. it on that. That's kind of where a lot of it lies, just have, kind of having that conversation, the drip feed that gets you through the week. Um, yeah. I mean, as you as you'll know, uh, Tuesday we had Mark and Az on, um, and by the sounds of like yourself, very much the same as Buna and I. What an opportunity it would be for us all to get together, um, and Mark obviously, mm. uh, you know, aired aired his views uh, on Tuesday's show, which was great. Um, and we know what how volatile, I suppose, especially you, Buna. You know how volatile the whole Twitter sphere can be. Um, yeah. But yeah, Tom, any, do you want to add anything into that eh, with regards to the kind of festival towards the end of this? Well, uh, yeah, August. Well, I, mean, I did know about it. Uh, I didn't know the ins and outs, but I knew about it from beforehand. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to knock someone for innovation. I'm aware lots of work has gone into it, which is really cool, you know. Uh, but I think fundamentally, as we saw from the train wreck, the dumpster fire on earlier this week, they pitched it all wrong. Like, I was surprised to learn that no one ever run events in summer or Christmas before. Because I have, and Planet FBL have, you know, okay, mine was just in a pub, but we've done it over the last couple of years. And I think one of the biggest secrets of FPL events is that actually 
barely anyone goes there to talk about FPL. I don't know if you, either of you have actually been to one. Hey, Buna, has, I've um, not been to any. I think Buna's been to a couple. Planet? I've I've not been to one actually. I've been I've been to an, uh, a scout charity tournament. Oh, is that what? Oh, right, okay. right, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So people go there actually just to chat shit and meet like-minded people. Hmm. Like only ten percent of the chats I have at FPL events are actually about FPL. Um, and like I'm sure you don't wouldn't agree with, if you don't agree with what I'm saying, you may write me off as being kind of small-minded. But like I just felt it was pitched all wrong. Like I recognise the model completely. It's a corporate hmm. event. like corporate events that I've been to. You know. At corporate events, you're paying to network with useful contacts, at least in my world. Mm-hmm. And you're meeting the heads of business, getting access to people you wouldn't otherwise be able to chat with. There's something more substantial about, you know, paying to meet the CEO of a major corporation or, you know, getting to mingle with special guests like you know, famous doctors or some celebrity. But I think the way it was marketed as meet the creators, that creates like a tier system of being that I really dislike. It's mm. like the expert thing that OFPL use. Because it creates classes of people that I just don't agree with. Like, I respect what they've done and I respect them as people. I'm not, I don't want to start a beef or anything because I think that's, mm-hmm. that's just, I'm merely stating my opinion. Not exactly. I, didn't, I obviously didn't agree with some of the ad hominem name calling from the other day that took it too far. But it's just FPL, you know, and FPL content creation at the end of the day isn't managing a multi million pound hedge fund. Like, we started doing this sitting around my kitchen table. A big part of who I am is keeping your feet on the ground. And thinking people should pay to meet you is at best naive and at worst horribly arrogant. But I'm sure that's not how it was intended to be presented. No. But that's who presented to me how it came across. Yeah. And that's yeah. Twitter as a community, not not as a community, but as a consumer base. Like, I have no problem people earning money from FPL. I choose not to do so myself. But this felt like naked profiteering to me, especially that kind of rightly parodied VIP ticket, which is the climb down from that was hilarious. Mm. Um, and it just felt a bit crass for the reasons I've mentioned. You know, like Patreon subscriptions, these things are earned by loads of people out there. But as I said, this was marketed all wrong. It was a fait complete. You know, it was just like, here's a venue, we'll get some content creators. You, you're betters. You know, you come along, you sheep, and you pay them. Hmm. Or you pay to meet them. It, it just didn't really work for me. I think, like, I, I think sorry, Tom, I think, like, uh, on that, I mean, you know, Mark and Az did definitely, you know, it was like they held their hand. Well, you know, Mark held yeah, his hand did, up and said, I, I "You know, they really did." And yeah, I doing that, and I hope they, I hope that it, like, they learn from it. And I completely respect the fact he did front up on Tuesday. Yeah, but it felt like an avoidable car crash, and because mm-hmm. everything that did happen, you could have anticipated, you know. Yeah, and and maybe it cut open how different people view FPL and the opportunities it provides. Simply put, like it's it's, yeah. it's not like it's, I just don't think that corporate sort of um model really fits onto the fpl maybe i'm wrong and i hope i wish them all the best with it um but i'd say watch this space for a free event over the summer for those who don't fancy paying because there's more than one way to run the event and i just think that that was i don't know i, I just it just didn't sit well with me basically okay no and and obviously everyone's entitled to their opinion that's what it's all about and that's why we got together to put this show out uh you know right back at the start we wanted to get to know managers not necessarily the stats and everything that are involved in fpl because we're all people at the end of the day so we wanted to just get to know the manager if that makes sense you know um so as you rightly say uh that's your view on it i think the impression that i got um after tuesday's show or during tuesday's show after tuesday's show was that yeah we've made a mistake here on how it was kind of marketed out the way um but we're now getting together to kind of 
clash heads again and you know this is what you know and then something will come out i would imagine within the next few weeks and it'll probably be presented in a completely different way so i think that like what you say it's it's known when you've made an error and how you and i suppose how you address that error i see i've seen it very much like the golf shows that i've attended in years gone by very much kind of similar to that um you know but and i'm sure the way well mark obviously wouldn't go into much more detail but i'm pretty certain there'll be a lot more other things in the back burner to go to go into that, that's it. What I so I think, I think there there's... were other things. I think there were other things planned, but I think um, they were slightly premature in the actual um, marketing off it and what it actually entailed. Because off mm. it, you know, there were there are the conversations that we had in terms of what the the plans were and what the thoughts were. And I do think if those were transmitted and kind of you know conveyed in the message when it was put out, then maybe it would have been received slightly differently. But yeah. at the end of the day. I think they've they've you know fessed up and and seen that you know that they've clearly made a mistake um, and then tried to do something about it. Let's see let's see how it goes from there. I guess. Yeah. No. Definitely. Definitely. There's a question here, Tom, that we ask all our managers. But actually, one of your pals, Late Riser, who's actually joined us in the chat, already posted Buna a question. You want to pose the question to Tom, Buna? Yeah. Absolutely. Let me just bring it up. Bear with me. That's all right. Me, I've got it. Yeah, so so Late Riser said, looking forward to this one. Uh, question for Tom on the stream. A lot of the times I get the feeling he's naturally a maverick who's a little bit of a dullard convert. What are his thoughts on his own managerial style? I'm just shit, aren't I, really? Oh, um, wee man. you seen my that's, ranks? That's, 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 <laughs> the last four years, I've been absolute crap. That's, that's like saying like, like Man Night used to be good. Yeah. Um, like at the, end, at the end of the day, like I, I think uh, there's definitely some truth in what uh, Pranil was saying there. Just because I think I've been subsumed by the Twitter zeitgeist so much. Like mm. I, I don't, I don't post as much that much, as much that often these days. But like, I read stuff, but I listen to stuff just to help me pass the time in some ways, actually. And I think I end up internalizing so much crap from other people some people are really fantastic at filtering all that out but what i find is that there's a death loop of me wanting to find more information and learn more and absorb mm. more but actually that means that i lose what i like and what i think and especially when you look at things like effective ownership whenever you look at things like kind of you know the herd mentality idea yeah and too often this year i've looked and too often over the last few years actually i've kind of i've made a really bad gamble or i've kind of come away from a game week thinking oh for fuck's sake like i i thought about doing that and i just didn't do it because i was worried about you know the, the downside of what happened mm. and i think every year i say to myself you know what i'm, I'm going to play it better this year i'm going to play it you know i'm going to play it how i want to play it and for whatever reason just through being kind of part of the community being like cognizant of what's going on around me i feel that i'm less able to do that i mean I, there are those people like fpl general adam hopcroft who Famously said, you know what? No, I'm stuck. I'm fucking all off this year. I'm just not not going to be part of the FPL community. I'm mm. just not going to chat with anybody. I'm leaving all the group chats. And fair enough. Maybe that's what I should do. But I do enjoy it. Yeah. You know, and it does keep my brain going. You know. And um, so maybe there's a compromise I need to make there. I'm not entirely sure what I do next. Actually, whether I kind of try to get involved with some sort of heavy gambling style or just kind of strategy <laughs> next season for myself i don't know but would you look I, to take your game in um any further hmm? 
Would you look to take your gaming any further onto YouTube and a like? Oh God, no! I can't be asked for that. Come on, I've got. No. This is all, it comes back to what I was saying about Fest as well. This is all a hobby for me. Like, I do it for mm. fun. Yeah. And the moment it stops being fun, I stop. And so, like, the reason we haven't monetized because I don't want I don't want customers. I want listeners and people who yeah. voluntarily give me their time. And like, it's the same for me with fantasy football. Like, if I'm I, I'm not I'm I'm frustrated with it. I get angry with it. But I'm not. I've never got to the point, and you can see it kind of hilariously, embarrassingly on Twitter. I'm done. I'm out of here. It's all over for me. Oh, the season's done. Oh. Yeah, I think I think you know, I, points and like, oh, actually, I'm back. Like, I think. Uh... I think Buna might have made that kind of comment maybe about three <laughs> weeks ago, four weeks ago. Um, but no, Buna and I are very similar to you, Tom, with that regard. Um, we, together alongside uh, Matthew um, and a few of the guys that are in the chat just now as moderators and Discord members, we've said all along that, you know, family, friends um, all come first, work, you know, cuts to come first. And it's kind of like the slogan, I suppose, of the fun, if the fun stop, stop. You know, yeah, so... it's just, just it's just fucking frustrating when you put so oh, much time into the game, even though it oh, is okay. only a game, and it doesn't work out. Yeah, it's oh, <laughs> so yeah. annoying. Like, I think mentally, over like the first year we did it, like, I put so much pressure on myself to do well, and I, I didn't go well. Second year, yeah, I, I mean, it started to kind of get really. I got, I, I did find it quite difficult to be like podcasting and being like. Yeah, so another week of getting 50. What did you get, Nick? Oh, I got 85, so I'm in the top 10K now. And I'm just like, oh, fuck you. I'm in top I've, I've just got <laughs> 100. Yeah. You know, and after a while, like, I just, I have mentally kind of distanced myself a little bit from it. Like, and that kind of allows me to just take stock and mm. not, like, when I get annoyed, I do get annoyed. I'm, I'm only human. But that annoyance lasts about five minutes now, whereas I yeah. used to ruin my and I think maybe it's still getting older. Like when I started, I was 26, 27, and I was getting, you know, really pissed off. You know, like that that week, weekend's over if my captain blanks by uh, 4:45 on a Saturday. But now, if my captain blanks, it's kind of like, well, I made the right decision, I think, or yeah. you know, I can see why that's not happened. All right, I'm, I'll be pissed off for a little bit, but I'll keep it to myself. And by the evening, I tend to be all right. Like, yeah, that's that's <laughs> kind of yeah. like that's. Like, my missus does that. She just grounds me that way, you know. She'll be like, oh, is, is, your team, is your little team done shit this weekend, Stevie? Yep. Right. Well, remember, it's just a game. Um, yeah. comment, from, um, comment from Late Rise in the chat. Mm. Tom, Tom and words. Such a good match. <laughs> <laughs> the, th the things, like, as you say about Twitter, um, and Buna, and, and a lot of people know this as well, Tom, um, but I'll tell you, I'll tell the others again, I'll tell you for the first time. Um when Buna and I first kind of got involved in FPL, or certainly me anyway, I think Buna had been playing it a few more seasons than I had uh, when I first kind of got to meet this guy. Um, I was th just over 300 in the world, uh, overall rank. Then I started getting involved more in Twitter, uh, got involved more, and I mean knee-deep in stats. I finished 33,000th, I think, that year. But up until I got in consumed by everything that was there and went as you described like into almost that oh shit the fear of missing out you know Buna, you know i see buna's got this guy he's played it longer i don't really fancy him but if he's doing it i better do it or i'm going to miss out and that my season just like you say it just it just nosedived um yeah. you know interesting one like mark commented on that saying how 
being back in the public eye and having that pressure and having you know not necessarily you know the overcrowding of information but that too in some to some extent actually helps his performance so i guess it's individual in some ways mm. how you take information in and what you do with it isn't it i suppose i mean i think that's the thing and we know wiz says it all the time you know you've got to play your own game um but it does get hard i must admit um and that's i can see some of the comments already about triple man united and that's one of the things that i know we've spoke about before buna and tom i know you so you guys love chatted about it Sometimes with double game weeks, and in this occasion we've got a triple game week, you know, you overlook it's the crazy easy how, games. how serious people get about it, though. Amount of people on Twitter and in this live chat that are like, how can you go without Bruno? How can you not have, like, triple Man United, like, in your team? Like, back yeah. in the day, I probably would have been similar, but I feel like... I don't know if it's because I've been so shit that I've given up, or it's <laughs> because... Um, just because I genuinely have taken kind of a step to step back a little bit and I don't take it as seriously. And like Tom said, I've, you know, maybe yeah. matured a little bit in that extent and got a little bit older as well that I don't get too bothered by it. But I don't know how people can have that mindset. You know, people literally shit themselves if they don't have a, a certain player. And I think that's that point that I'm glad to say I, I don't think like that no more. I'm not too bothered. See, that's a good position to be in. But as Tom was saying, it can be very hard to get into that position you know if you're if you're constantly on twitter or you're constantly you know look, like reviewing a lot of like just basically getting yourself knee deep involved in it you can mm. easily talk yourself out of what you thought about at the start and just get persuaded by every what everybody else is up to so you just forget about what your plan was and follow everybody else's almost because you've got that fear in you but it is a good position but if you're in that position and i think tom you're saying you're either there or getting there, then you can just leave it, you know? I'm just going to go been, with my gut play. Been there for the last four years, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 the thing is, like, what is your gut? Does that even exist? My gut tells me I'm hungry. It doesn't tell me what my FPL decision is going to be. Mm. I, I, like, sometimes I just feel like, okay, people, like, obviously like to back their own decision-making and mm. to that fear point. You'll see, you'll see all the time on Twitter, like, people will be like, Oh yeah, I'm backing this guy because over the last four weeks he's done this. You look at the last four weeks, who have they played? The four crappiest teams in the division, and you're like, hmm, okay, is that is that realistic? Like, you know, in my yeah, real yeah. life, I'm, I'm a data, I'm a researcher. So a lot of the time, I look at a lot of the time I look at the numbers people spiel out, or a lot of the analysis people do, and just think it's laughable to be honest. But mm. you know, I'm not doing very well at FPL, and some of these people are doing fantastically. So you know, maybe I am the one who is wrong. Uh, but yeah. Um, there's definitely that we've kind of the mass think, especially when things come to me like Captain Pole, mm. important captaincy in all of our uh, in in all of our fortunes. Um, the, the liability for you to fall into the trap of being like, you know, what I'm going to go against the mass captain is just it, it it doesn't happen as often. I think you would, you will see that there's kind of this herd thing that goes on, and often you miss out on the times when you weren't thinking about it as much. Yeah, when you weren't aware of these things. I'm sure you're the same, Lama. When you were doing really well, you weren't aware that X percent of Twitter were all going to go with this captain. You were thinking, no. you know what? I'm going to go with this guy because yep. he's got a great fixture. He's doing yep. all right. Everyone's on Bruno Fernandes. Well, I, I I wouldn't know that everyone's on Bruno Fernandes. I'm just going to go with you know Harry Kane. Oh, I've got a hat trick, and everybody else has got a blank. Well, brilliant. There yeah. goes my rank upwards. Yeah, um, that's exactly. No, you've summed it up. That's exactly how it was. Um, I was 
and and this I suppose this Buna probably brings us on to the next question, Tom. I don't know if you would agree or not, but see the way just with the unfortunate circumstances that we've been in for the best part of like, you yeah. know, what is it, a year, a year and a bit? We're getting football almost daily. You know, I, I don't know about you, I certainly liked, you know, a, a, a soccer Saturday, so to speak, you know, where you've got whatever, seven, eight games I all on. I the day. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. Anymore. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. And so I don't know if that's a factor in it as well because it's every, like everything's spread out over the whole week and it just, it's like Groundhog Day. It just an FPL game week just gets into it. You know what I mean? It just rattles on. Um, so I don't know if that's affected anything or anyone this, like, well, since this whole Blovid thing happened. You know, th- there's just so much football on now. I think it's definitely contributed to the FPL fatigue we're seeing um, <clears throat> because mm. you'll get because like basically I think I said this a few times on our podcast as well. You'll have if it was all the three PMs, the soccer Saturday as you put it, then if something bad happens, you've at least got you've almost always got something else to say. Crap! I lost that clean sheet in the last minute, but at least I also got a last minute assist, or at least I also got a goal from this mm-hmm. guy yep. um, earlier on. So it kind of counterbalanced it. Yeah. What you find with this is that unless you get ridiculously, outlandishly lucky, most of the time what you do is each each game that you've got players in, unless it goes well for you, like there's nothing to kind of soften the blow if something doesn't go your way. Yeah. So you know, stuff like you know, losing those Fulham clean sheets not very long ago. Or yeah. stuff like you know losing Tyreek Mitchell's clean sheet a long time a little while ago mm. um, earlier on in the season. I think they for them mm. scored in like the ninety second minute or something like that. Like those things hurt a lot more and a lot yeah. more raw. And as the fatigue grows over the course of the season, you can see why people kind of think, oh, you know, I've, I've overdosed on football a bit. Like, I've been like that myself. Like I yeah. just kind of struggle to. It's almost like a chore watching some football. And there are loads of games that I just frankly don't watch anymore. Yeah. Like. I used to want to watch every game. It was such a novelty to sat, sit to say, "Oh my gosh, I can see every game! Wow, this is great!" Yeah. Okay, no one's going to sit there and watch Wolves versus Burnley, but like you know, you could watch every game that mattered. But even now, like you know, and some of the bigger games, like Man United, for example, nil-nilling every top six game that they can. Like even those games to start to become a bit more difficult. Like I found myself, mm. for example, watching a lot of Leeds this year, and a lot of teams properly go for it because yeah. those games are a lot more exciting than sitting through that. And sorry, being a bit of Mourinho snooze fest as well. Like a lot of the time, that was just impossible to watch the diet football. I'm sure the same for you as well. To be fair, yeah, um, yeah can you imagine? Yeah, I can imagine. I'm, I'm an Arsenal fan, um, but yeah, no, it's, <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, well, there's some of the every match- silver lining. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think years, and I think it's definitely this the kind of needing to be always on when it comes to football definitely permeates mm. FPL as well. I think definitely has permeated. Like I posted this week on Twitter about it. Like it's definitely permeated how people kind of have gotten a lot more kind of techy with each other just due to the fact we're all indoors all the time. You yeah. know, we're all online beings now and like people take it so much more seriously. You know, I was just, oh no, I've been seriously offended by this, you know. And really, if you sit down, take a step back and think, should I really give a fuck about all this? Nah, it's just FPL. But because you're online all the time, it becomes so much more meaningful. Yeah, and because yeah. it's going and going and going, there's so much more commentary. Whereas before, we could all kind of go, right, Monday, I'm off. See you later. I'll be back on Thursday or Friday. Whereas now, there's football every single day. You're commenting every single day. You're thinking about it every single day. Yeah. You need a break. Uh, I'm looking I forward th- to it. There's no break in summer. 
No, you're totally right. I mean, like some of the boys uh, and girls that we've got in our Discord uh, are looking to do like the European, like the Euro fantasy football. And I've said, look, use crack on and do it. Boon and I will support you a hundred percent. Like you know, Fuck with that. I'm not, I mean, I, we'll I'm, support them, but I ain't playing that. Yeah, but I, but for me, I've got to go. Nah, I'm just taking a back seat. I can't. Yeah, I need um. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, need, I need rest. My mind needs rest. I, need I, I mean, I, I don't even know how people have been playing Champions League. I've never played Champions League either. I just can't can't do that. I, I, one, I, one fantasy game's enough, honestly. I know some folk, and even then, I'm struggling. Some people can balance everything, though. Like, some of the guys that we've got in Discord, they'll balance, like, three or four different fantasy games all at the same time. My head would be... I'd be gone. Um... So this season, as we're saying, Tom, it's been a bit of a weird one. We've got games on every, pretty much nearly every day of the week. And then, as, uh, well, <laughs> look at Man United now. What is it? <laughs> Three games in five days or four and a bit days. Yeah, um, as we've said, as I said in the introduction, you have had a lot of 100k finishes. You have had a 3k finish. Okay, by your own admission, you might have slipped off a little bit over the last few years. But you certainly know what's, you know, kind of how to play the game. You know, let's be yeah. honest with each other. So, for our viewers or anyone that's listening back eh, via whatever they're listening it on, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what to say there. Spotify, Spotify. What advice? What tips would you give eh, the listeners in that, Tom, uh, about our, the game we love to hate in FPL? Um, do your own research. Simply put, like I, I like on my podcast to give both sides or we, we like to give both sides the argument but we very rarely say this is gospel truth like in fpl like you can have lots of strong views but you should probably hold them loosely because mm. like at one, at one point you know you could be kind of sat there thinking oh yeah lingard right he scored one goal this will never last you know, five games later yeah. you're like idiot if you haven't jumped on that and to be honest you you've got the moral high ground but yeah you know, you've lost all those points yeah and um, so do your own research, maybe think for yourself as well, watch some football, integrate the two. Don't just think, oh, stats is one thing, I test another. Both, they both work together very, very well. Yeah. Lingard again used that example. The stats were crap, watch him play. Okay, but this guy needs to come in. Yep. Just do your own, you need to do your own work and not rely on others to tell you what you think is best. So ultimately, that's what's most satisfying when it comes off for you. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and I think that's the thing. Can... Oh, sorry, Bruno. Sorry, just just on that note, uh, on research, um, when when you go to make your transfer decisions, then um, is there something that you know takes greater weighting over something else? For example, you know, do you have a more of a reliance and focus on eye test over stats? Would you say one has greater bearing on your decision making? No, no, I think that no. it's a very boring argument doing the eye test versus stats. I mean, you guys yeah, did yeah. the first year. This is my fourth year, and it's such a fucking boring argument. <laughs> it's going to happen next year as well, and the year after that. Mm. Oh, oh, they both work together very well. Yeah, stats yeah. give you something objective. The eye test give you something subjective. Put them together and come up with a good solution. So, to be honest, both go well. If I can, I'll watch the player once or twice as well as integrating that with the data, look at something like XGI or something like that to give you an yeah, idea yeah. of how involved he is, off you go. Very, yeah. very easy. No, that's thank it. you for that. I think that's the... And that and as well, it's us that press the button. Like, it's me that's going to <laughs> take the minus yeah. eight tomorrow, um, depending on what happens tonight. But I'll, I'll take that minus eight and take it on the chin if it works, and I'll take it on the chin yeah. if it doesn't, you know? And I think that's what... Because... 
what we've seen as well, Tom, with uh, when we've spoke to a lot of like our guests uh, and previously, and it kind of becomes a bit apparent, is the the kind of world that we're in is so fickle at times that if they're watching a podcast or if they're watching a live stream, whatever the case may be, and a player's name gets plucked and that player does nothing and that manager gets them in, oh, you know about it, and they get you know they get harangued for it, and you think, hey, then now. That's only one person giving their opinion or their stats, their views on a particular player. They're not forcing your hand to actually buy the player in or whatever. It's you that makes the decision. Don't you go should see blame some it. Of the shit people get. You should see some of the shit people get in their DMs that I've seen when they've suggested X or Y play and it doesn't pay off. It's ridiculous. I've had people say it to me, to be fair. It's funny. Yeah, but then so, some yeah, of the... Some so, of... Yeah, does that. Yeah, but some of the commentary you give folk, Buna, I'd be giving you belters. Me, all. I don't, I don't give people nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. just a normal civilized bloke just enjoying his time. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. We've got. I know. I can see the the feed spitting away here at the right hand side of my eyes. So I know the chat. Tom's got plenty of questions for you. Yeah. As I was saying at the start, I know Buna uh, has also got a good few that he's had over the last few days when people knew that you were coming in. We've only really got a couple of more that we like to kind of ask all managers. Uh, Buna, do you want to ask about the towers? And then I'll finish with the usual. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Tom, if there was something um, that you could change about the game, um, what would it be and why, if at all? Um, great, just greater transparency around two things. Bonus points, transfers. Okay. So, uh, price rises, that is. So put them online so everyone can see from an official source, all the bonus points being kind of put into a table. They get them all from Opta, shove them all in and explain what happens. Half of Twitter's conversations are gone. Second one's the trend is, is like the price rises. Like every year, you just, it just, it's just very silly. Mm. Like where a player just suddenly refuses to fall despite having lost, you know, like 30% of his ownership because they clearly think, oh, we're not going to let him drop below beneath this level. Yeah. It's not even oil hat stuff. It is, it is like a little bit odd. And a few of the price changes people, not the racist ones, but the other ones will tell you that like, um, you know, it is a bit dodgy. So putting those things like kind of just live and transparent will solve a lot of problems. But equally, you know, the reason I don't do it is probably because it does generate a lot of discussion. So I can see why they don't do it. But that'll probably be the one thing that I'd um, get them to do, just to be a bit more transparent with those things. No, perfect. Thank you very much for that. This one, Tom, is the final question kind of from us. And then, as I say, we'll dive into all the community stuff that we've been pinned our way. But for this one, Tom, you need to put yourself into the situation. So it's the final seconds of a Champions League final. You're through on goal and you're one-on-one -on -one with the keeper. You're just about to lace the ball with your boot when out the corner of your eye, you see your strike partner there. Now you know that if you pass to him, he's surely not going to miss, Tom, because it's an open goal. The keeper's one-on-one -on -one with you. However, Tom, it's you that's got the ball at your feet. So what are you doing? Are you smashing or passing? I'm passing to Sterling, aren't I? Well, this is it. We had this conversation... <laughs> If Sterling was there, Sterling, Jesus Christ! <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? If you? I know you're not English, but if you watch the if you watch the Croatia game, yeah. Mike, just pass the Sterling. Kate, exactly. Jesus I know. Christ. I know. I know. And come on, it is who got the assist after all. This is it. This is very true. Caveat, caveat your, your strike partner is uh, Nicholas Bentner. Yeah, well, Nick, <laughs> well I, I mean, if, well, Steve, you did say he's not going to miss. Like if if, if if he's like one yard out, right? right if, if it's Bentner and he's ten yards out, then maybe I think again. But it depends how good I am. <laughs> yeah. 
No, thank you very much for that. Buna, let's crack in then. Let's get into the community questions uh, and, yeah, we'll get rattled through them. Brilliant. A little bit tongue-in-cheek. We've sort of gone over it already, but we we got to ask ask the question. We've got a question from FPL Plonker. Was Tom included in the £50 VIP pass as an expert to meet and greet? Because if people knew he was, I don't think anyone could argue the price. Um, Yeah. Absolutely, I was. Uh, I'd have gotten all the VIP money, which is why it's such a shame that it's gone down. Uh, that's the reason I'm parodying. I'm actually so annoyed that it's gone. Like I'm, I am the epitome of the "I'm fine" gift. <laughs> I offered <laughs> money for not being part. Absolutely, of no sarcasm <laughs> detected there. <laughs> um, question from um, one of our regulars as well, Paulie. Um, this is a bit more team specific, Tom, if you don't mind. Um, sure. But a question asking. Um, he's thinking to take Lingard out um, for the double and for the rest of the season. Lingard out for a mid, 7.6 is the budget he goes, he's goes. he got, who he'll have for the double and the rest of the season. That's kind of the main question there. Okay. Um, right. All right. I'm not, I think in terms of who you're buying in, that's up to you. Uh, taking Lingard out, I guess, is an interesting one. Like, <clears throat> he's, I think he might have had his time now. Um, I said this on the pod this week, so I'm just mm, going yeah. to myself. But at the end of the day, I think that whenever a player joins um, a squad, or a new a new team, there's always like a kind of phase of, oh, hello, like this guy's now an unknown quantity. And I think that's what happened with Lingard. That obviously he, we, we, there's obviously the derision from being at United in the FL community about him, or at least on my podcast about him. Mm. And I think he, the unknown quantity side of what he offered meant that he was able to kind of do what he did, as well as having that sort of individual sort of motivation. You could see within how he was performing. But I think mm. now we've got to the point where managers are kind of picking up on the fact that he is obviously very vital to West Ham doing anything. And he and Antonio, I've noticed on the last game, were swapped. So Antonio became the kind of the foil when Lingard was the main kind of attacking thrust. I think now Moyes has gone the opposite and gone, well, now people are going to be looking at Lingard. That gives the likes of, you know, uh, uh, of the likes of Antonio to, uh, the opportunity to do something, like Ben Ramos do something. So I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't mind at all selling Lingard. Actually, he was very high on my list. I should be sold this week, but um, other things have happened. That's why. Yeah. yeah, I did that this week. Yeah, I'd, mm. I'd, I'd, I'd do that. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. Uh, Natasha's chuffed, by the way, Buna. I just thought I'd let you know. Uh, I'm glad Buna's looking after Zaha's groin because I've brought him in for a minus four this week. Uh, so, so we'll see how. So have I. So have I. For Lingard. So, yeah, we'll see oh, how okay. Zaha gets on. Um, Sparta's got a couple of questions here for you, Tom. Uh, he has got one uh, that I know, Buna, he sent over to yourself. Yeah. Most hits you've ever taken in a particular game week? Uh, I think before. I think I've taken a minus 16 before. I think that was when I had like multiple. That was a few years ago when I had multiple injuries. Okay. Uh, normally I kind of stop it at minus 8. Um, if I'm kind of making a big change, I haven't. I don't think I've ever gone beyond. I don't think I've gone beyond that. In no, I think when I, when I went to Australia, I did the minus twelve actually because I was anticipating I wouldn't be able to look at my team for a little while. But it didn't quite it didn't quite pan out that way. Okay, okay. And you're yeah, not. I take it you're not ad- just on that, and this kind of runs separately a little bit, I suppose. But you're not adverse to hit then, because that's another thing that you'll see are. Uh, you know, people telling you not to do it and blah 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 and all the rest of it. And as we say, just play the game you the way you want to play it with a smile in your face. Um, <laughs> but yeah, would you be the a kind of advocate of that? You know, if you need to hit or want to hit, take it. So I've taken minus eighty points and hits this year, and I'm three hundred k. So what does that tell you? It probably tells you that you should probably be more careful with your hits. Look, like every hit, 
you need seven points from the person you're bringing in to profit. So that means that the person you've sold, assuming they start and it's not an enforced hit, yep. the person you have sold, they start to get two points. Then you add the minus four on, so they kind of get six. Yep. So you need whoever you bring in to get seven yep. to overall. Actually, FPL is normally fairly low scoring. So the chances of you actually getting a seven from who you bring in, unless it's kind of a no-brainer, I think on on balance are actually fairly low, so mm. there's always a sort of there's always a gamble about it, and being kind of primed with your gamble is probably the best thing to do. Am I good at doing this? No, I shouldn't gamble. I shouldn't ever gamble. I should play very boringly and play very safely. But you know what? I I do. I, I like having fun with it, or at least I like <laughs> the, the the kind of the hope that always comes before the crashing defeat. So there you go. Did you see would the you, one? Oh, sorry, but no. would you would would you not say that um uh a hit paying off doesn't necessarily you know have to be measured over that particular game week though and, and can be addressed over two or three yeah it can be but that's not i guess that's not how the ranking system works is it mm. um so like week to week the the best the, the way you look at things tends to be immediate there's obviously yeah. like the idea that you're using that might the, the facility to take a hit unlike in the sky game the reason it's there is because you're able to kind of either add more to that week like you'd never take a hit this week for something in two weeks time would you unless it's like a blank or double like you wouldn't no, no, of course somebody who's got a blank in this week thinking oh but in two weeks he's he, he's uh, got a double so mm. that's not how it works so i think that that's kind of overlaying a, a, some sort of false a false analysis on it to try to make yourself yeah, feel better. Yeah. yeah it's just just like the stats gurus isn't it kind of showing one side of one side of the story yeah. uh, whatever I, I love- I love stats, but I find that hilarious. Like expected rank, this makes me laugh so much. That's like if I played FPL on fucking story mode, like if I was able to kill everything <laughs> with one mode. hit, if I was just headshotting every if every shot, the the gun went <laughs> headshot every single time. This is how well I'd be. Like, I'd be the fucking top Call of Duty player in the world if I shot everything perfectly. Like that's what expected rank is to me. Right. So yeah. it's very that. that's a good way i've never thought of it like that but that's a good way of looking at it i don't know did you see buna or tom did you see the there was a t- i can't even remember and it's bad uh, the guy that tweeted just on tuesday or wednesday i think it was um that he took a minus 24 of this season instead of playing his wild card hmm. and he got up and he basically went up something like 700k places two weeks later and <laughs> while still having his wild card in his hand so that I suppose gives. I, I think this was right at the start of the season, so it's probably the best time to kind of do something like that. But, yeah. but yeah, if, I suppose it shows you. Um, the other one that Sparta's talking about, Buna, in the chat here, um, is well, kind of what we're I suppose leading off from where we are. Uh, is the Man United triple game week? Is that a trap, Tom? This week, like I know we hinted on it earlier. It's a good question to ask Tom actually, because we were having this conversation. Uh, which is quite interesting, some of the insight Tom had on this. Um, I mean, I think you've got you've got to be a certain type of manager to see that it's triple game week and think, nah, nah, I'm not interested. Like, really? Mm. Really? Like, come on. Okay, but that, that's a very basic answer, but that that's kind of true. Um, but they aren't the best games, and there's also kind of a, a rumbling that obviously one of the home games may be disrupted. So, and they are home games against Leicester and, Ast- and uh, Liverpool. So Aston Villa, Leicester, and Liverpool. Is that the best triple game week we've ever seen? Absolutely not. It's is that would that be a double game week I'd be interested in as much? Again, probably not. But because you've got 
three bites at the cherry like it's very hard to think about that as not being something as not of an opportunity hmm. um i mean it's united's i guess would still have a sense of motivation about them but i think that they're the leicester game particularly you've got to look at that and think wow okay how are they going who are the, who's going to play that hmm. probably plus maybe Bruno and then uh, the rotated 11 so there's definitely going to be some shocks and you're definitely going to probably see you know some things not going your way I think the United would like there was a big movement to sell Bruno two weeks ago for example um, yeah. and he's now been kind of puffed up as being you know, one of the best players in the we've ever seen and people suddenly remembering the good about him whereas a couple of weeks ago people were saying well he's, he's only got two he's only got a goal in the system last six so he's a pile of shit let's get rid of him but someone else yeah. Like earlier, people are very fickle, and there's a triple game in front of you. Like, so mm. is it that hindsight will tell? The odds are that if you get a player who comes in, does a job for you out of two of the three games, and you'll probably do okay. Like, I think Bruno, Maguire, slash AWB, and probably Greenwood would probably be the three that I'd be really interested in. Yeah. Um, I will, I will own, like, uh, incredibly enough. Okay. Um, so don't follow me because I'm going to do shit. Well, listen, Bruno and I are behind you. Uh, in the ranks this year, so way behind. <laughs> um, way behind. What I was going to say, um, yeah, I'm happy to reveal all. Right, that's the Bruno knows that's the type of person that I am. I've got Bruno in my team just now. Depend as a Man United supporter, depending on what happens tonight, I think the only other person I'm interested in getting in is probably Greenwood, because mm-hmm. I think he'll get whether he gets full 90 minutes or he comes on for the last kind of half an hour or whatever I think you know I know what I'm going to get with Greenwood basically is what I'm trying to get at as for captaincy I think I'll probably end up with on Salah because I do think Bruno way may be rested at some point and mm-hmm. I just think the armband is suited over that side um that's probably where I can think you, I'm going to go with imagine, it can you imagine that the Man United Liverpool game gets um called off again yeah but I know that, that, that alone puts me off captaining um, Salah, and, and also with with the slight chance that well, not slight chance, there's a good chance you'd imagine that United rest some of their bigger assets for the Leicester game. It really does um, attract me towards captain and Jamie Vardy. To be honest, I think yeah. more, I've got him and Ian Nacho, but I, I'm trying to catch up ranks. So I fancy Vardy for that. Mm. Yeah. Between him and Na- between Nacho and Maguire for me, I think because Maguire Maguire is top of shots in the box for defenders this year and top mm. of for headed chances over the course of this year. But is it his non pen XG is two and his goal scored is two, so it just shows he's getting crap attempts when he does take attempts. <laughs> yeah, um, but you know if you could get lucky, you could get a lovely fifteen pointer, which would be if I captain Maguire, what I'd be hoping for. If not, Nacho looks the safe one, doesn't he? Because he's got Newcastle and a depleted United, or Vardy uh, has the same situation, of course. Mm. And uh, if you go for a Liverpool player, sorry, if you go for a United player, you may see that Liverpool game be uh, postponed again. If the same situation as last year, just arrived, right? So maybe the safe pick is to go with Nacho, actually. Um, yeah, interesting one. I, I'm between Maguire and, and Nacho. There's no way I'm um, Captain Bruno at my rank. There's no point. No, mm. agreed. Yeah, nah, uh, yeah, and I was kind of, I suppose, as I say, I'm, well, I, I don't even know where we are at now, but I'm 500k-ish, there or thereabouts, maybe more, but I'm yeah. Not, yeah, I'm 600. Well, I'm right next to you, aren't I? So, <laughs> there or thereabouts. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been tempted as well to bring in um, Maguire or Greenwood for an additional hit, um, but it would mean benching uh, Son. I don't like that. 
No. I feel like Son could do quite well against Leeds, and he did so in the reverse. So this is what we're saying. Sometimes we get ourselves, or I say we, I don't mean everybody, um, but we can sometimes get into that uh, horse with blinker mentality. It's a double, it's a treble. For all we know, Kane How could... How doubles Kane... this season have backfired then? Not exactly. Bad, not like, well. Kane could go out and bag four goals against Leeds. <laughs> we know how Leeds, how open that game could be. So, mm. you know, I think that's the thing that people kind of move at. FPL Saffer in the chat, Tom. Uh, who's the most maverick FPL player in the Who Got the Assist team? Have you got any good examples? Um... It depends if you mean Maverick isn't doing well or Maverick isn't trying to do something out of the ordinary and just doing utter shit. Because if <laughs> okay. it's me, then it's me doing things like captioning Vardy away at Liverpool or you know captioning Trent and stuff like that. Um, if you mean kind of Maverick is in you know not in a quite boring way, so you know not playing his chips until after everybody else and. Uh, taking minus eights for boring to buy the template so he does better. That's probably Anthony. Um, it used to be, okay. used to be Nick, um, but Nick Nick's play, Nick kind of plays quite a boring kind of Joe from Unfantable Scale S sort of game. Mm. Um, Anthony's very good at kind of um, taking hit taking uh, taking risks which are boring looking risks, but well kind of game games yeah. get playing good risks. That makes sense. Mm. Uh, it was quite interesting. I don't know what your views would be on it. Mark and Aswin, they were on on Tuesday, Tom. Uh, one of the, you know, when we asked you the question, if you could change anything about FPL, would you and what would it be kind of thing? One of the things that uh, I think it was As that brought it up was, you know, having the same chips to use in the first half of the season, you know, basically get double the chips. Because I've certainly found this, that in the last season or two, this year and last year, as soon as soon as soon as the chips are there, you can, again, you can get into that mentality of just leaving them to, like, the tail end of the season. Whereas if you had them in the first half as well, like, obviously, before Christmas, would that sure. liven it up a little bit? Sure. I think what might be more fun, which they never do because it's too complicated for beginners, is have a menu of things. So say you had five potential chips that you could use throughout the course of the season. I don't mm. mean... Well, so wild card and uh, wild card's another thing. But that's out. Of the, that's not a chip. Right. But five potential ones you could use, but you could only use three. I think that could be really interesting. Oh that's yeah, really, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, I, I like that. that one that I, I really like the idea of. Um, I don't like. I like. Do you, are you guys familiar with RNG, random numbers and generation in games? Yeah. So that decides kind of how many hit points you take when you get hit or when you shoot when you when you kind of attack someone how many how many hit points you hit for yeah. so a weapon can do between eight and ten damage so it's rng well i guess yep. if you add more randomness to fpl i think it it actually is a bit alienating as well which i think is what t triple captain particularly can be like because cap i think the captaincy chip is it has such an outsized impact on how we perform mm. i wonder whether I like the fact that it's kind of a, quite a considered move to use your chips at a particular point in the season. I think you can be a bit salty if it doesn't go off for you, um, and maybe that's where some of that comes from. Mm. But really, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want there to be more randomness added in, if that okay. makes sense. Like, yeah. I, I would want people to be more strategic about it. But, I mean, it's quite a simple game. Like, I wouldn't. I think that adding layers and layers and layers onto it just, just might detract from what it is. And before you know it, you're playing Sky. Um, which I do play, but it's, it, that's a different game completely. So, you know. 
See, I've never looked at it. Uh, I don't know if you have, been a uh, playing Fantasy on Sky, but I have heard that, that it is completely different. Yeah, no, but what I have looked at is the chat, and apparently Bruno and Shaw aren't starting tonight. Uh, I haven't seen that uh, posted hmm. on Twitter myself, okay. but um, I'm sure the chat wouldn't be chatting shit. They tend not to. <laughs> oh, oh, wouldn't it be like the chat to make not something one, up? anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... Mm. Team, have you seen Team's question? It's directed at Tom, but I think it's aimed at you, Boona. Serious question for <laughs> serious question for Tom. What would you say to someone who captained Sterling three or more times this oh, season? Fuck off. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. I, I might have actually. I might have captained him a few times. Have I? I've definitely. I've de he's definitely been a really interesting case study this year of a player who's just. Completely fallen off, hasn't he? Um, I don't know what it is this season. Um, well, I do know what it. Well, I've got an idea of what it is. So I'm not going to bore you with that analysis. Um, but he's definitely been one of those players who's been a huge disappointment. Been in the 200 club for the last few years and just completely fallen off this year. I'd mm. say a lot of the time he was a low percentage owned differential who's explosive. So I think just unlucky that he chose to be. Well, that he didn't choose to be for that. He was crap on the day, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, did for that double game week um when everyone caps it when everyone was captain somebody else so my captain for double game week and he got an assist when Gundawan scored um that brace and got a 17 points so i got a brace i got an assist in appearance and he missed like a he missed like a, a fairly clear chance going towards the end of that, the first game that may be the game where i triple captained gundigan and got 57 yeah, points same game yeah the rest of my team was shite, by the way, but I caught, but my, but I nailed down my triple captaincy. Pick. That's always good. Always good. Uh, 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 thank you to Zoff from um, the FPL Wire, who's in the chat uh, with some oh, really kind words. Cool. Thank you, really appreciate that. No, thank you very much for that, Zoff. G uh, GK16 question for Tom: As a stats-based podcast, do you think the FPL community analyse data well? Or do you find managers just use selective data to justify their decisions? I'm kind of gone. <laughs> this is an interesting one. B completely. Like everybody, I think that like you always kind of have an opinion, and I'm not saying that I'm immune from this. I'm only human as well. But you always have an opinion, and I think you will always use confirmation bias to like confirmation bias works in two ways. The first mm. way is you find status, which back up what you've got to say. The other way, which is kind of a bit more understated and not as well known. Is that you kind of get rid of things or you dismiss things that you that don't suit your kind of uh, your analysis? Okay, and I think I see that everywhere, and I see like you know, professionally a lot of the things that I see presented as data analysis. If I did that, I'd be sacked, frankly. Like loads of it is just so poor. Mm. But that's fine. I mean, that, as long as people are having fun, I'm completely happy for that. But I, I, to be honest with you, like there are a few kind of people that I would trust to. And look at analyze things and i take something from what they've said in terms of their analysis they're pretty obvious if you look at my timeline who those people are mm, yeah but most of the time i just ignore people with analysis because i just think it's crap um frankly and um, just because you know anyone can open some tables and have a look but to be able to interact with the data and can't bring up something which is actually genuinely insightful is a completely different skill entirely being mm. able to say he's got five goals in the last five games therefore he is good mate that doesn't do anything for me. That's just bland crap um, that you can get on uh, official channels. Yeah, I'm just gonna... I, th I think I think it's easily done as well. Like you know, you're not taking into consideration um, stats like well, okay, the next two opponents have the best defense in the last five games. Like information like that is easily you know missed out. Um, sometimes deliberately, well, a lot of the times deliberately so. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, that's even effect- I, earlier on today, I was going to post out. I was trying to find stats which supported my claim that you know maybe going for Bruno um, in this double game week wasn't such a great decision because of his record or United's record against these three teams in the past two seasons <laughs> and I quickly saw actually it's pretty good so that, and I, I put my pen down at that stage <laughs> but I think that's the other thing though and I don't you know I've, there's ways about it Buna that you can just you could put a stat out there and convince anybody that it was gospel you know and it yeah. could just be yeah. pure bollocks you know um <laughs> why we find the world that we're living in at the moment because people aren't very good at thinking critically but that's a completely different question yeah no tommy tom in the chat good evening to you if you want a good rank play scottish fantasy football there's only about forty-five thousand folk playing it nice one tommy i shall have a look at that but no what else has been coming into your inbox for tom um i I think we've covered the main theme of the questions from um whatsapp and twitter uh, unless you can see any ones that i've not kind of gone over um, but I was going to refer back to the um, chat and go through some of the, the questions, if that's all right. Of course it is. Of course it is. Uh, brilliant. So we've kind of gone through a lot of these questions. So I'm doing this just kind of picking some questions out. I think you've gone through quite a few of these questions, Olam. Are you, I'm, I'm like half. I mean, I think the, 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 the only other one that I've seen, but Tom's definitely touched on it and kind of answered the Mel's question, was just how long yeah. have they been playing FPL? How yeah, long has Tom been exactly. playing? And any advice? But you covered that very well, Tom. Uh, you know, advice for newcomers. Um, you know, just take your time. Enjoy it. Make your own decisions. And question try not to get consumed. T- question, question from team then. With only three weeks left to go, who's your favourite punt for the rest of the season? Oh, who are you punting on? Who am I punting on? I'm punting on anybody playing Sheffield United. <laughs> so, game week 36, is it Dominic Calvert-Lewin? Home against well, I was thinking to double up on that attack, or, to be honest. Yeah, or maybe Richardson that week. Um, he was really disappointing at the start of the season, so less interested. All right, maybe maybe I'm not going to be sat there buying Callum Wilson in the game of 37, but, you know, strange things have happened. <laughs> and, uh, maybe I'm not going to be buying Chris in the game of 38. Um, but I think the captaincy is where I'm going to be taking my punts this year as a bit of a cop-out answer. Not one particular player, but last four weeks, I'm not going to... I'm basically looking at the polls. Who, who's up on captain? Right, I'm not captain that guy. Simple as that. Mm. Nice one. I'm just uh, flicking, flicking my way down here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Tim. Best reason not to own Bruno is because the 300,000 e- uh, EO <laughs> that he's going to have. Exciting opportunity, Tom. That's what I like to call it. Uh, not effective ownership. It's an exciting opportunity to do something different. That's how yeah. I look at it. Uh, Molina's not having... A bit of a w- uh, worry in the ranks now for holding owners as he's playing tonight. I've got holding, so unlucky. Are you bench boosting? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's it's like what Tommy said in the chat there. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, in Scotland, we love chips. We have them eaten at the start of the season, <laughs> and that's that probably sums it up about right. Um, no, thank you very much for that, Tom. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, obviously, having you on this week ahead. Are you keeping your cards close to your chest or have you got any tips for us, tips for the chat? Uh, not really. I mean, I've given. I've said that it's probably not the best double game week in the world. Um, but equally, I'd be very surprised if you were able to overlook the fact that it's a triple game week. So yeah. 
don't get too hung up don't overthink it if you are doing well just captain bruno don't be an idiot if you aren't doing very well maybe look elsewhere but i mean just i'm hoping that it's going to be a good a good one uh, rather than a stamp squib where the average is about 60 and we're all pissed yeah. off those yeah. of our players have all been rotated yeah definitely <laughs> no, thank you very much for that. But no, anything else you want to cover off this evening, pal? Again, uh, Tom, I don't know what happens, right? And it's well, I do know what happens. It's people like you coming on, uh, as we've had in the last other thirty-seven episodes. But time just flies in. That's over an hour already. Again, uh, so Tom, much appreciated you coming in this evening, uh, and thank you very much. Uh, now, just in case no one knows who got the assist. Or anything like that. I'd be very surprised, Tom. But just in case they didn't, where can they find you and the boys? Pimp yourself out, uh, so our our listeners uh, or viewers can all you know cram over and say hello to you. All right, um, I'm at WGCNScoreFPL on Twitter. I think uh, Nick's at WGCNScoreNick and Anthony's at FPLStag. Um, we're on all listening platforms. I've got a YouTube, but we don't do any video at the moment. Probably should in the future, but I'm just too fucking lazy, to be honest. Um, but if, you, if you're on my Twitter, um, it's mostly just commenting on the meta of FPL, that, frankly, rather than any kind of stats advice. That's where the podcast comes in. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but hopefully, yeah, come and find me. If you want to speak to me, I'll speak to you. I'm not one of these people who's just like, no, I only speak to follow accounts of only over 10k people. Just be nice. Just be respectful. Otherwise, I'll meet you straight away. No, definitely. Brilliant. Thank you very much for that. Buna, again, we'll get you to wrap things up, pal, if you want. Uh, do you know what we forgot to do, and we keep forgetting all the time? To the people in the chat that are listening just now, uh, or if you're watching it back, whatever you might be doing, please give us a little like. It's much appreciated. Uh, and get into the comments, anyone that we've not had on. Have a look at the other 37 guests that we've had on, 38 being Tom this evening. Uh and then if there's someone missing out of there that you want us to get in, let us know. So drop it in the comments below. As I say, leave a like on tonight's show. Much appreciated. And if you aren't subscribed already, Tom, unbelievable, right? Last week, you know we're just a new podcast. And we're just trying to grow organically, naturally, and just be relaxed, as we were saying at the start before we went live. 140 view uh, subscriptions we picked up in two days. So, uh you know, to the to the folk out there, thank you very much for that. It's much appreciated. Uh, and we'll just keep doing what we're doing. Like what we said, Tom, as long as we're smiling and enjoying ourselves, we will keep producing content. Good. No, nice one. But no, over to you, young man. Yeah, brilliant. Just before I wrap up, uh, the team's out. Thanks for thanks to um, Zofa for oh, um, putting that out. So we've got De Gea, Wambisaka, Bailly, Maguire, Luke Shaw does start, Vanden, Van der Beek, uh, Wood, Greenwood, Bruno Fernandez starts, Pogba and Cavani. So Rashford doesn't get a start. I don't know if he's on the bench. I don't know if he's injured. I presume he's on the bench. Uh, that's quite an interesting one. Um, but any initial thoughts on that before we wrap up? Uh, well, for me, I think Rashford's carrying... I don't know if he's carrying a back injury or what the script is, but he was a player that I wouldn't have touched for a triple game week because I knew he would be definitely missing something somewhere just because I think he has got a niggle. Uh, Bit surprising. Good to see Van Der Beek. You know, uh, <laughs> he's not had much chance at all this season, has he? Yeah. So we'll see what happens this evening. Uh, I told you this last night on Discord. I'm, I'd, I'm not even convinced because if if Ollie goes out right and plays the way he can do, which is defensive, 
we could be picking 3-0 down in 40 minutes. Because that's just the way United seem to roll uh, at times. Hopefully not. But it wouldn't surprise me. So I wasn't, I'm wasn't. i not even counting my chickens that were through even at 6-2. Because we all, we all know what Man United Push should be like. Say. You'd like to think <laughs> so, but hey, Bloody don't yeah. come back to Sound me like later on. Fan, don't don't come back to me this evening if Man United end up getting papped out. <laughs> I've seen that team. But anyway, um, on that note, um, yeah, thanks for joining us today, Tom. Really, really appreciate that, pal. And um, thank you for everyone else that's joined us in the chat as well. If you're new to the channel and you've enjoyed what you've listened to today, please do consider liking and hitting that subscribe button. Our special guest next week, if I'm not mistaken, um, Lama is Adam Hopcroft. It is. Um, so that should be yet another um, interesting stream. Um, otherwise, all the best and um, good luck for Game Week 35, guys. Take care. Nice one. Take care, folks. Cheers.